the Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donatos.com for more information. How is it going, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a two-time All-MAC selection, a corner from Ball State, and a 2021 NFL draft prospect. Antonio Phillips, how are we doing today, brother? How you doing? I appreciate you for having me on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm doing well. So, first and foremost, tell us a little bit about your hometown and what makes it so unique. Yeah, St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I would say what makes it so u- unique is that, uh, you know, uh, the way people are, you know, brought up and kind of, you know, in the city. Uh, it's kind of, you know, a rough place and stuff. And, uh, you know, most people do not make it out. So I would say, uh, you know, that's kind of what's, what's unique about us. We, uh, it's, very, it's a very tough and rough environment, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you were a two-star recruit coming out of high school. You know, what was your recruiting process like, and why did you choose to take your talents to Ball State? Yeah, so my recruiting process was uh, kind of slow, uh, I would say, coming out of my junior year, going into my senior year of high school and stuff. And so uh, Ball State was actually my only FBS offer, uh, my D1. And so uh, I was going into my senior year, like I said, around that summer. And, you know, uh, I was kind of, like, uh, smart enough to know that, like, you know, some of the power fives that I, I have been wanting to go to, you know, that was around the area, like Missouri, Illinois, and stuff like that, were kind of looking at the class under me now. And so uh, – Ball State had been there the whole time and wanted me the whole time. And so took a visit up there and, uh, you know, it just confirmed everything I originally thought it, uh, was like family up there. So, Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, you got to see action right away as a freshman, which a lot of people don't get to do. So you got to do that. You had that going for you. <laughs> and what was it like stepping in and playing right away and how difficult of a transition was it from high school to college level? Uh, it was definitely a transition. I would say uh, the, the biggest thing I struggled with transitioning uh, was, you know, the uh, speed and size of the game. Everyone was bigger, faster, stronger and stuff like that. But, it, uh, you know, and then the IQ of the game, we started adding more and more to the defenses and stuff. I had to, you know, know what other people did and stuff like that. So I would say it was a transition, but uh, I, I would say I, I caught on well at the same time. Did you ever have like a welcome to college football moment? Maybe it was like a hard hit, something like that. Where oh, you were yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to pinpoint. I had a couple welcome to college moments. I had some in uh, fall camp of that first that first year. I would say my first welcome to college moment was uh, fall camp. Going to my freshman year, we, the, uh, the freshman had to be there. We had to be there like three days earlier before all the, the rest of the team. And so, uh it was only like two corners and then I was me and one another guy and we were literally taking every single rep. And so <laughs> in fall camp and I was like, you know, that's definitely going to make you feel like, uh, see if you really love football or not. So I would say that was one of my wake ups. Yeah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> so it all paid out for you, man. So you balled out at Ball State. You had 137 total tackles, a sag, 18 pass defended, eight interceptions and a tutty. Uh, when did you start to realize you could, you're starting to garner some NFL injuries and you could take your talents to the next level? I would say uh, I really started to realize that, you know, my, my people and peers around me have kind of, you know, always seen potential. But I would say I started to realize, you know, uh, I really can take this somewhere. Uh, my junior year, beginning of my junior year, I would say uh, I, I kind of, you know, came out of it on, on my mind that year that, I, you know, this is my year to dominate. Uh, it, it is my year to dominate and it's been my year to dominate. And so uh, I would say, like, my junior year, things started to get slower and slower for me. Uh, I started to, you know, uh, 
feel like I was dominating and things just started to get easier and easier. I'm starting to look at the scouting report each week and, you know, uh, going off of what, what I get from that. And uh, like I said, it was just my year to dominate. So I don't feel like my junior year started, I started to, you know, really take strides in, in that direction, transition to the next level. Yeah. So what's it like kind of like you're playing a game, you're getting ready for a game and maybe rumors are going around, mumbling, going around that there's like coaches and GMs and scouts there for you. Like, what's that like? Oh, well, that was awesome to think think about and stuff. But at the same time, I tried to, you know, uh, especially this year, especially, especially this 2020 year, I tried to like, you know, and I did. I think I did a pretty good job of that, you know, x and all that stuff out and just playing for my team and stuff. And, uh, you know, because that was the number one priority for me at the time, making sure my team gets to win and stuff. And because uh, we had goals of the MAC championship and the bowl game, and obviously we did both of those. So, you know, I, I was x a lot of that stuff out. It was there in the back of my mind. So, uh, but at the same time, I was trying to, you know, uh, focus on what I got to do so I can go out here with a clear mind and uh, be detailed in everything I'm doing. For sure. Um, kind of what is the best attribute you feel that you would be able to bring to an NFL roster? I feel like I tackle well in the space, open space. Uh, I feel like in one-on-one, uh, I, I, I get the ball carried down. Uh, yeah, and then I feel like I, I, I have really good ball skills. When the ball's in there, I turn to receiver and go get it. Yes, sir. So you are considered to be, for whatever reason, I don't understand it because I look at your film and I'm like, this dude's a top five corner in the draft. But for some reason, you're considered to be one of the most slept on prospects in the entire draft. Um, why do you think that is? And is that just going to add a chip onto your shoulder when it's all said and done? Well, I've had a chip on my shoulder since, you know, uh, high school. I feel like I've always kind of got the, uh, the back end of things, you know, as far as that. Uh, but it, it, it has a chip, but it don't at the same. I mean, it don't, you know, I don't take too much in consideration of it. Uh, kind of like it, I would say. Uh, I would think, you know, I guess I'm being slipped on and stuff like that. Uh, just because, you know, my conference and stuff that I played in, and uh, I would say uh, stuff like that. But like I was telling people the other day, if you, if you look at any of my film, you know, uh, some of my best games are the biggest games we have, some of the power fives and stuff like that. And honestly, some of my uh, worst games are, you know, in conference play games and stuff like that. So I would say uh, that's probably the reason, you know. Yeah. I I mean, and I, I turned the film on. I'm like, damn, like this dude's easily a top five corner in my eyes. So, I mean, I think you're going to get in the right system, bro, and everything's going to pan out just fine. It don't even matter where you're picked. And that's been yeah. proven time and time again, bro. Me too. <laughs> so which NFL players do you maybe kind of take bits and pieces from to try to model your play style after? Yeah, so uh, I, I love watching football in general, but uh, anytime a football game's on, I'm watching the DBs, like anytime, seeing what they're doing, how they how they uh, feed our at the line, you know, how they patient step and how they, you know, motoring out, stuff like that. But I, I would say the kind of DBs I pick from exactly, uh, specifically, or, you know, of course, like Jalen Ramsey, I love how physical he is and how patient he is at the line and uh, the confidence he has that you needed as a DB to have that swag. Then I love Trey White, uh, Trey Davis White. I would say... Uh, He's one of my favorites because he plays a lot of off-man, and off-man is really a, a lost art in uh, defensive backfield world. And uh, he's really, really good and technical at it. And I would say, uh, you know, Marcus Peters, I love the way he attacks the ball and his ball hawk, has really good ball skills. You know, Marlon Humphreys is uh, great at the line, uses his hands and, uh, you know, doesn't panic with the balls in the air. Then I like I like guys like, you know, that comes from the mat, like Sean Burning Murphy. Uh, I, like, I like watching him just because, you know, he's, I actually played against him my sophomore year. I was on defense, obviously, but uh, he, he he's a Mac guy, so I, I love seeing stuff like that and then seeing, like, you know, uh, corners from the Mac that uh, 
are dominated at the next level also. So I, I keep eyes out for him. Uh, Darius Phillips with the Bengals, another mad guy and stuff like that. But I, I, I pick a lot of uh, – I pick from a lot of people's, you know, brains and games and stuff like that. I respect a lot of people's game. Uh, you know, growing up I had a favorite team, but not so much more anymore as I'm getting closer and stuff. I just respect a lot of people's games. Yeah, that's what's up. So do you prefer man or zone coverage and why? Uh, I actually prefer man coverage because, uh, you know, is is I would feel like, you know, if you man and press, you can get your hands on him easier. And, uh, you know, you can get get to the route and, you know, disrupt his timing and uh, the him and the quarterback's timing and, you know, make them get into their route faster. But, uh, you know, I, I would say that I've had majority of my interceptions and stuff out of uh, zones where, you know, I, I can manipulate the quarterback and make him think I'm uh, dropping somewhere else and, you know, fall into a pick and stuff like that. But I, I like them both. Yeah, I think the biggest misconception to like the the basic football fan is that, you know, if a corner doesn't get picks, then they're they're worthless. You know what I mean? But there's so yeah. much more to play in the corner yeah. position. If you could completely take a receiver out of the game by getting his hands on him, getting physical, then you're doing a better job, I might say, than getting picks. So Yeah, that's probably why he's not getting too many picks because they're not looking at him too much. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. They're locking him down, straight clamps over there. <laughs> yeah. So if you had to describe your leadership qualities in one way, maybe you're a vocal leader, maybe you're a silent, but like you kind of know what to say to people. How would you describe yours? How would you describe your leadership qualities? I would definitely say I'm a lead by example type of guy. You know, I know how to uh, read my teammates and, you know, get to them. I, I understand that not everyone reacts the same to, uh, you know, not everyone reacts the same to a drill sergeant type of guy. Not everyone reacts the same to like, you know, being passive and stuff like that. Sometimes maybe they need a little, you know, kick, kicking them butt and stuff like that. So I feel like I, I, I know how to read my teammates and uh, know what they need to get the best out of them. And I, I feel like I'm a lead by example type of guy. That's awesome. So one last question for you, Antonio, any advice to the young athletes out there kind of pursuing their NFL dreams? Man, uh, keep your head down, keep, keep grinding, keep focused, man. Like it, it's a long, it's a long, long road. I, I mean, if we got my dad on this call, we could probably tell you that, uh, it wasn't, it was not all, you know, peaches and, Peaches and sunshine and stuff like that. We want to some rough time, but keep your head down, man. It's gonna be ups and downs. It's gonna be roller coasters and stuff. That's a that's what uh, really football and life is about adversity and stuff, and you know, and getting over it. And once you get over that adversity, you see what type of person you are for real, and it makes you even keep going more and stuff. So uh, that's kind of the advice I would give them: just keep grinding, man. Thank you so much for hopping on the show today. Tell everyone where they can follow you at. Drop your Instagram, your Twitter, the whole nine. Uh, my Instagram is Antonio underscore Phillips 21. And my Twitter is A underscore Phillips underscore 21. It's, if you type in Antonio Phillips, you're going to find me. That's pretty much yes. 21. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Antonio Phillips 2021 cornerback in the NFL draft this coming year. Um, super excited to see where you wind up, bro. Thank you so much for hopping on the show today. Man, no, thank you guys for having me. Appreciate yes, it, dog. Yes, sir.